You're listening to Mischief Media. Hello, hello. Welcome to Ted and Michael Read Sketches into Microphones. I'm Michael Paul Smith. I'm Ted O'Gorman. Hey, man, I thought I'd spice things up for myself this season. How's that? I have a few catchphrases that I'd like to try out. Is that okay? So you want your own dynamite or did I do that or hello, Newman? Yes, exactly. I think I've earned it, quite frankly. Okay. You have some options? Yeah. Here's a few of my faves. Say something that sounds like a punchline. Uh, so that's when I saw my first cactus. <laughs> the shine still isn't off these diamond gals. Too long. Okay, throw me another one. And the cheesecake had a graham cracker crust. <laughs> Keep your mitts to yourself. Doesn't really apply. Keep them coming. Uh, I couldn't tell if it was a real candle or a tea light. <laughs> Yow. And I said, cup your hands and we'll see if you're right. And the boys just let them rip. <laughs> Enough concentrated oomph for a whole carload of Hollywood starlets. Can I stop you there? One more. Uh, okay. Um, and the tablecloth was right where I left it. <laughs> what a hitter. Mike, those are all just lines from the newsreel in a league of their own. Is that... Nope. No good? Nope. Damn. No. I thought plagiarism was okay if it was... If it was audio, but we've talked about this, and you can't... Even if it's audio, you can't do that. Oh. I thought we were exempt. No. It's not just... Not just films and TV. And now, we present... Ted and Michael unlocking more hidden celebrity characters in the video game Super Smash Brothers, already in progress. Oh man, I wonder who's left. I feel invincible, man. Once you knock the spatzel out of Christoph Waltz, anything is possible. Challengers approach! I'm Ringo Starr. Oh, man. I knew this day would come. He popped up once to fight alongside Paul McCartney, then disappeared. Like a real cartoon villain, this guy, just toying with us. Three, two, one, go! Hi, I'm Ringo. Yeah, Ringo, you just said that. Like that voice could be anyone else. I can take you. I was 25 before I had salmon that didn't come in a tin. I wish I could give you advice, Ted, but this is deeper into the game than I've ever been. Punch. Yes, we're going to be flying blind together, Pally. Mm, I'm focused, man. Kick. I'm your Chewbacca. Co-pilot. Pushing buttons, pulling levers. Kick. Kick. Making sounds, you know? Punch. Punch. Hey, Mike. Mike, this is me pushing the I get it button. I bested Pete best, and now I'll best you. Aww. Aww. Poor guy. Who, Ringo? No, no, not Ringo. Pete Punch. Best. Kick. Oh. I'm 80. I'm beautiful, and I'm winning. I seem to be able Punch. to jump kick him in the face when he takes his round sunglasses off. Ooh, good observation. It's really fast, though. That's probably why. I know, but Kick. I've almost got the timing, Punch. I think. I'm winning. You can't see it, but I'm making the peace sign. Why couldn't we see him 
making the people. We're looking right at him. Well, he's wearing a cloak. Oh, I see. Fire is beautiful. <gasps> he said that when Paul McCartney summoned him, remember? Oh, I remember. Well, then cover up. Shit. He produces the fire. From beneath, From beneath the, the cloak. cloak. Of course. Yep. Punch. I'm winning. And not just here. I'm one of two Beatles left. Oh, fuck. Now you're getting it. Yeah, he tips that he's going to take the sunglasses off by lifting his leg. Punch. Just a little. <laughs> you got by with a little help from your friends. Yay. Yeah. Nice there job. We go. Congrats. You've unlocked all-star band leader Ringo Starr. Don't forget to get tickets to see us October 22nd and 23rd at the Jones Beach Amphitheater on Long Island, New York. Oh, look at that. You want to go? No. Oh. See you next time on Super Smash Brothers. Challengers of could be now. Oh, hello. I'm John Mulaney. Well, I'll be. Huh. This guy's awfully hip for Nintendo, isn't he? Well, you know, they also had Steve from Sex and the City. Ah, that's true. Three, two, one, go! Ha! I mean, come on! Most of my weight is carried in my suit! Wouldn't that make him less intimidating? Yeah, it's like he's trying to talk you out of fighting him. Ha! That's not gonna happen. <laughs> nope. Oh! What? What a kerfuffle! No! I can't be losing! No! That's one way of putting it. Another would be that I'm kicking your ass. I'm losing. You sure are, Melanie. Probably because I look like a boy. <laughs> you sure are. Don't get too overconfident. See? You want to do this? No, I <laughs> like watching. Okay, then. <laughs> Whoa. Where does he get those exploding amps? Y you got to knock him over the cliff. That's the key, I think. What? Yeah, but Yoshi doesn't push. I know. Try an egg throw when he's close to the edge. All right, all right, all right, okay. all right. Now. Okay. Oh, I didn't see this coming. Well done, sir. Very nice. On to the next chapter. Mr. Mullaney, you have been retired. Well, color me defeated. I guess I'll just crawl right back into Nick Kroll's pocket. Huh, that's honest. Well, good for you. You've unlocked John Mullaney. That's my time. Thank you, Chuckle Hut in Tempe, Arizona. There's no comeback for this. Yahoo! Uh, that sounded more badass in my head. I figured. This has been Ted and Michael unlocking more hidden celebrity characters in the video game Super Smash Brothers. Last season on Ted and Michael. Oh, and a quick heads up. It's not like a big deal or anything, but Jillian bought a gun and really likes waving it around and sticking it in people's faces. So just no, prepare yourself for that. Wine? You want to hold it? I'm okay. Thank you. That doesn't. See how clean the barrel is? And I fired it a bunch last night. I would really appreciate it if you would refrain from pointing your gun directly at my face. Listen, baby, I told you the safety's on, all right? Just cool out. What more do you want? Nothing's gonna happen. Me and Honestly, I've got your back, baby. When did you start calling people baby? Just something I always wanted to do. You dig? Something about owning a gun has turned Jillian's speech pattern into that of a 1950s beatnik. Is it weird? Kind of like it. Hey, guys. Hey, bud. Uh, I'd be a little careful just walking into someone's apartment. I don't want you to get shot right between the eyes. Not that the world would be losing another Brad Pitt. Oh, well, I figured that since you 
buzzed me up and unlocked the door, you expected me to just come in. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe Mike and I assume that people will be respectful of the fact that we don't have locks anymore. Just guns. It's okay, Blondie. I get what you're selling. Oh, you guys purchased more firearms. Lovely. Also, I am not blonde. Yeah, but you're about as smart as one. Mike, you believe this dopey dick? He's so stupid. Ted, what are we going to do with you? We're going to educate you. That's what we're going to do. Jeeps, educate him. See this here, Teddy old timer? It's a vintage Smith & Wesson Schofield chambered in 45. Same kind used by Jesse fucking James. Got it at a pawn shop in Vegas. You did? Yeah, I traded it for the cashier's life. I told him the gun I was pointing at him needed a friend. Hey, let's play a game. You ever see the deer hunter? Uh, I've seen the deer hunter before. Please don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, Jesus Christ. You could have killed me. Yeah, no shit, dopey. We play with live ammunition at this level. What level? Mike, did you see that? Jillian almost shot me. Hey, Jillian. Seems like Ted here is wearing his wife's panties again. I can tell because he's obviously got him in a twist. We're hardcore, Ted. Get on board this train or get off the tracks, because this choo-choo ain't stopping for any pants, piss, and ginger or don't carry a piece, so cool it, fatso. You said so much hurtful stuff right in a row just now. Boo-hoo. Complain to my gun, tub of guts. Please don't, for the love of God. Do you really think I'm overweight? No, I don't really subscribe to that shit. I think you actually look really healthy. Thanks. I mean, my doctor just told me that my blood pressure is looking better since I started this Doesn't change the fact that you're about as attractive as you are smart. This is Jillian's world and you're just living in it. Now scram, dopey. Shake those soiled dungarees down the steps. Look after your knob, you blob. Okay. Bye, guys. So incredibly hurtful. Bye, Ted. See you next time, pal. Safe home. Tell Hallie we said hi. Love you, buddy. Always so great to have him over. I really enjoy entertaining. You know, the older I get... Finally get to break out the chip and dip. But I think he did piss a little more on the way out. That pathetic, aspiring Ron Howard lookalike totally dribbled on our welcome mat. Next time I see him, I'm going to wing him a little bit. Really? Don't don't tease me. Yeah, I'll use a 22. We got to toughen him up, freaking dingus. Yeah, I mean, frankly, I think it'll be good for him. Thanks again to our segment reporter, Kevin Franklin, for bringing us that wonderful story. I guess it's true, when one door closes, the universe opens another. But sometimes that other door fills your house with hazardous industrial cleaning foam. All of us here at Top of the Morning hope that the Delgado family will one day be located, or at least identified. Well, Donna, it's almost beach season again, and that means it's time to put down the cupcakes and start doing some crunches. That's right, Kip. And if you're like me, exercising isn't the problem. It's keeping that sweet tooth in check. I'll work up a sweat by digging a big hole to nowhere for hours in my backyard. But then I'll pack those calories back on when it's time for dessert. Talk about lost progress. Well, you look dynamite, Donna, so those holes to nowhere seem to be working. Oh, Kip, you're so sweet. Our next guest has a secret to fight those sweet cravings and help keep inches off your belt line. No, he's not a dietitian or a nutritionist. He's actually a hypnotist. And he claims that hypnotism can crack the cravings. Please welcome to the show, Marius Albescu. Look at those robes. Welcome to Top of the Morning, Marius. 
It's a pleasure to have you on. I am well, thank you. I, oh. So, Marius, are you ready to keep me away from cake? I've got a two-piece I want to fit in this summer. This is something I wish to correct. My therapy does not keep you from craving unhealthy food items. Oh, no, no, no. Even from trying to consume them, it will only keep you from wanting to finish them. You will still very much want the cake, but no can finish. Well, as long as it does the job. Fascinating. <laughs> Just incredible. Well, well, please tell us about how you learned hypnosis. In my travels, I met a Bavarian man care to expand on that, or? Ah, yes. He said he could hypnotize people, and that he made the best pretzels in the world. Not being insane, I tested the truth of his first with the pretzels. Indeed, they were good. Perhaps they were the best of the world. I asked him next to show me hypnosis trick. Now, for many years, I use this technique to make people not eat so much food. It works. Good. <laughs> Marius hypnotized me backstage, and we're going to test how this method works when I'm confronted with some of my favorite treats. Yes. <laughs> you will not want to finish the foods. I promise you. All right. The crew just rolled out a dining cart with some of my faves. We have chocolate cake, cookie dough ice cream, just a big ball of cookie dough, blueberry muffins, all the stuff I can't stay away from. Ooh, those do look good. <laughs> Couple extra gym trips for me this week. Well, you're in luck, Cap. You get to taste first and let everyone at home know that these are the genuine article. Is this your way to make me look bigger on camera, Donna? You're already the better looking one. Hmm. <laughs> yep, that's chocolate cake. And it's from Bakey Bakey on 8th Avenue. <laughs> we get all our office birthday cakes from there. I'd know it blindfolded. I sure would. I love that bakery. Here I go. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. That is awful. <laughs> really? Ah. Well, I guess it works, gang. Donna doesn't like the taste of dessert anymore. <laughs> it's official. Dessert? didn't even feel like cake. Are you guys messing with me? Is this a prank? Am I being plunked? That could have made me choke. Not cool. What gives, Donna? You okay? Be because this isn't a prank, I assure you. I, t I tasted the same cake you did. I, I, I tasted the same cake she did. <laughs> yes, Donna. Tell the people what you experienced. Okay, okay. Let's, let's see what's going on here. Let me try a scoop of this ice cream. Mm. Oh. Ah. <laughs> when I spit it out, strangest thing. I can see that it's ice cream. But when it's in my mouth, it feels like... What? What does it feel like? Please tell us. The public wants to know. It, it feels like I have a mouthful of stones. You're getting warm. <laughs> so unpleasant. Like a... Like jagged little marbles. You're getting hotter, Donna. Hotter. It almost feels like I have a mouthful of... of... human teeth. 
a whole mouthful of someone else's loose human teeth. Bingo, yes. And who could enjoy such a sensation with my method once hypnotized my client's mind? Their entire mind will change any unhealthy foods they try to eat into the sensation of chewing human teeth. <laughs> Well, that sure doesn't sound pleasant. I assure you, it is very unsettling. But that is the goal of the hypnosis. As you can see, done a bit into a perfectly good piece of cake yet to her. It was a mouthful of wisdom teeth just clacking around, grinding against her own teeth. So unbelievably sickening. Well, I'm a believer, Marius. That was really something. So what if, uh, say, we go for something a little less extreme? I don't know. How about Brussels sprouts? What if we just made cake taste and feel like Brussels sprouts? No! No! It must be teeth. Why teeth? Because it is the only hypnosis I know. <laughs> okay. Well, then I guess we'll go to commercial break and you can just reverse it for me. I'll just have to stay away from cake on my own. This is way too unpleasant. There is no reversal. This is a forever sing now. Forever sing now. What? Are you kidding me? So at my daughter's birthday party next week, I'm going to bite into a slice of birthday teeth? From this day until the end of time, all cake will be teeth. <laughs> yes, will be teeth. Andrew, where is Andrew? Who booked this goddamn lunatic? Well, if it wasn't our segment producer, then who the hell was it? Don't act like you can't see me. Well, we'd like to thank Marius from Sweet Tooth Hypnosis for coming by. Heck of a thing. <laughs> Thanks, Marius. We'll be talking about this one for a while. My pleasure. You want to see the real Donna? See what happens when I can't have chocolate every day at five o'clock. Oh boy, there she, oh, she's, yeah, she's, she's flipping tables. Yeah. And according to my teleprompter, Marius has agreed to do a full group hypnosis on our studio audience at our next commercial break. Is that right? Yes. On the whole studio audience. My pleasure indeed. <laughs> you will all taste teeth. Teeth. <laughs> so up next, is your cat plotting to kill you? Feline psychologist Annabelle Schroeder says yes, he or she is. But she tells us how to spot the warning signs and how to make possums your allies. All that and more after a quick word from our sponsors. This is Top of the Morning. This episode is dedicated to the lady that Ted once stopped from shoplifting while exiting a shopping mall with a friend. As the security guards gave chase, yelling for help, Ted's less-than-proactive friend jumped right out of the way, perhaps fearing a legal entanglement of some kind. Ted, on the other hand, didn't hesitate. He wrapped her up in a bear hug until the security guards caught up with them, thus saving some retail outlet from some annoying paperwork. I like to think that the thief has a picture of Ted featured prominently somewhere in her home, and she looks at it every morning and every night, and she bides her time 
and plots her revenge. Bring it on, Judy. My kitchen's always open. What's on the menu, you ask? All-you-can-eat bear hug sandwiches. That's what. Is her name really Judy? I have no idea. Oh. (laughs) It's just the worst. Like, I've just become the worst. Just a terrible person. You're, You're drunk with the power of gun. Start podcasting, Ted, they said. You'll have fun. Podcasting is fun. It's hurtful. It's so hurtful. Why does she have a gun? Does that do it? Or we want another one? I think you did just fine. Ombre. Ombre. Kaboom. Can you do the other line again? Um, yes. Uh, we're hardcore. Yeah. That was the run-on sentence, right? Yes. Yeah, that was it. I love listening to Amita and India refer to our ridiculous dialogue I in know. the most serious possible tone. <laughs> like when India was like, you got a little loud on the mom sprayed hairspray into my eyes line. <laughs> I know. Oh, I'm a loser and I'm exactly what I appear to be. That's a Beatle lyric, <laughs> for those of you who don't know. They're my active compensatory factor. <laughs> You gotta knock him over the cliff. That's the key, I think. I think that actually might be the only way. But Yoshi doesn't push. I think if I mention Olivia Munn used to date Aaron Rodgers, I can get him to jump. I just have one follow-up question, though. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Fucking asshole. Sorry. (laughs) Biden! I am coming for you next, Biden. Everyone will taste teeth. Obama will taste teeth. Trump will taste teeth. Ivan, Ivan, sweet, wonderful Michelle will taste teeth. You will watch every Disney movie. Teeth, teeth, teeth. The Hamilton Show will now be called Teeth. <laughs> Sorry, I have nothing better to do with my time. Michael Reads Sketches into Microphones is written and directed by Michael Paul Smith and Ted O'Gorman. With some room for improv, because this is a comedy podcast, friends. We're not tied to the page. In addition to your hosts, Ted and Michael, this season features the voice talents of Andrew Bancroft, a.k.a. Jelly Donut, Anissa Folds, James Monroe Iglehart, C. Julian Jimenez, Eddie Lee, Patrick McCartney, Janice McIntyre, Hallie O'Gorman, Mike O'Gorman, Emmanuel Polycarp, April Sickler, Nick Walker, and me, Jillian Pensavalli. I'm also the executive producer. Season three of Ted Michael Reads Sketches into Microphones was recorded, edited, sound designed, and mixed by the badass team at Audio Muses, India Hui and Amita Ganatra. This season was produced in association with our friends over at Mischief Media, as well as co-producer Jensen Parker Neal. Original music for Ted Michael season three, composed by India Hui. You can find full credits, plus episodes, transcripts, and more at tedandmichael.com. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and we'd really appreciate it if you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Those reviews help a lot, and to be honest, since it's just us here, Ted and Michael need a lot of reassurance, and it would just make my life so much easier. Thanks. Follow the guys on Twitter at Ted and Michael, individually at Ted O'Gorman, at MPSmithNYC, and use the hashtag Ted and Michael on all the things. For love notes and hate mail, use Ted and Michael at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening. And hey, stay weird, friends. Mm-hmm.